Welcome to another podcast from the Royal College of Psychiatrists. My name is Raj Basord and I'm a consultant psychiatrist based at the Bethel Royal and Morsley Hospitals in South London. Joining me today is Professor Paul Bebbington, Head of the Department of Mental Health Sciences at University College London. And he and several co-authors have produced a fascinating paper, the title of which is Perceptions of Disadvantage, Ethnicity and Psychosis. And this is published in the March edition of the British Journal of Psychiatry. Now, Paul, to begin with, there's been a lot of interest recently in this link between psychosis and ethnicity. Could you give us a sense of the background to this paper in that respect? Yes, the, uh, the, there has been accumulating evidence that uh, around the world there are certain uh, groups of populations which have higher rates of uh, psychotic disorders than uh, the, the base population rate. And these groups are often defined by um, migration status, but also by belonging to particular ethnic groups. And in the UK that is particularly true of people from... Uh, black ethnic minority groups, uh, African Caribbeans and Africans. And we basically lack adequate explanations for these high rates of disorder. One of the things this paper seems to be about is about explaining that possibility of the high rates of psychosis in certain ethnic groups in terms of whether they experience disadvantage, as to whether there's actual disadvantage or perceptions of disadvantage. Could you explain the distinction? Yes, well, uh, there is no doubt that there is real disadvantage in ethnic groups, and this, the degree of this d- disadvantage and the type and form of the disadvantage uh, varies according to the particular ethnic group and its circumstances. Um, it is also the case that um, there is an element of appraisal when anybody is exposed to disadvantage. The way they handle that disadvantage uh, uh, within their minds obviously impacts on the way the disadvantage will affect them. And so there is a perceptual element uh, to uh, disadvantage. Perceived disadvantage uh, may not map completely onto actual disadvantage. What's the theory as to why actual disadvantage might be linked to psychosis? Well, disadvantage creates all sorts of uh, changes in the way you think about the world. It, uh, uh, I mean, to take one crude possibility, which uh, is nevertheless a possibility that we do talk about, which is that uh, if you feel yourself at a disadvantage, it's possible to think that that arises because uh, other people... Uh, are not allowing you to achieve things and that uh, they're holding you down in some way and it's also possible that they're holding you down specifically um, because of some of your attributes but nevertheless they're acting against you and uh, this obviously is the basis of uh, paranoid set in the way that you think and so one idea is that the um, the paranoid set can be gradually increased and exaggerated to the extent that it partakes of the the sorts of paranoia that you see in frank psychosis. So the idea there is that the pattern of thinking generated by the disadvantage will eventually lead to psychosis. So that's that's one uh, relatively straightforward interpretation of disadvantage uh, and its effect on the emergence of psychotic symptoms. Okay, tell us about the actual study then. What's the sort of research methodology here? Well, it's a study of first episode psychosis, uh, and it was uh, carried out. The the data that we analysed were based on two centres, one in London and one in 
Nottingham and uh, it involved creating a cohort of people experiencing a first episode of psychosis. This is obviously important because uh, you're more likely to be able to winkle out potential causes if you look at people who have previously been ill than if you uh, reach them after they've had two or three episodes and lots and lots of treatment and so on. Uh, so it was a uh, large study with several hundred people in it which um, enable some of these things to be uh, analysed and uh, it's being very productive and it's generating quite a lot of um, well-cited scientific papers at the moment of all aspects of um, the attributes of psychosis in first episodes. Could you give us a sense of how disadvantage was measured and perceived disadvantage? Could people just get asked a question about that? Okay. Well, the, the, there was basically a questionnaire which uh, was developed for the study and which uh, established people's views on the extent to which they felt disadvantaged compared to other people in the uh, the population of, of Britain. And they were also asked to attribute uh, the disadvantage to um, uh, sort of possible causes and so of course what you have here is a, an estimate both of the degree of disadvantage and also uh, a, a description of how it was attributed and um, that obviously increases the richness of the information which you get. Um, and what were the results of the study? Well, basically we had two initial hypotheses. One was that uh, it was the uh, the, the disadvantage uh, elicited the sorts of paranoid ideation which I described to you and that therefore uh, the effect of disadvantage is to shift the ethnic minority population to the right in terms of their propensity to develop paranoid styles of thinking uh, and obviously under those circumstances some of the members of the population rather more members of the population uh, will find themselves beyond a threshold at which it becomes possible to identify them as having psychosis uh, so that was the um, the idea that there is actually a paranoia-inducing experience. Uh, of course, it, it is the case that causality could work in either direction. So if you already have a paranoid set, then any uh, uh, adverse experiences may well be interpreted in the light of that. Um, the other uh, sort of uh, important thread, the alternative hypothesis, is that disadvantage actually creates a slightly different mindset in the in the. Uh, person who's experiencing it, uh, which is that they um, rather go along with uh, the idea that they're disadvantaged because uh, they uh, lack uh, assets and attributes. Uh, in other words, they put themselves down in the face of disadvantage. They assume that the disadvantage is in some way justified. So there are these two alternative uh, explanations for the disadvantage in the, the person's mind and the question is which of those interpretations uh, is more likely to be conducive to the emergence of psychosis. And what would you say your findings suggested? Well, uh, I think my favoured uh, view is probably that the uh, paranoia hypothesis would be the one that came out, but in fact the reverse was the case, that uh, um, it was true that people from black ethnic minority groups who were non-cases um, had a tendency to attribute their bad experiences to racism on the part of the people they were interacting with. Uh, but this was not the case with the uh, people with psychosis who came from the black minority groups. 
they actually were really rather unlikely to mention racism as a cause for their disadvantage. Um, what they were more likely to do was to attribute it to some failing in themselves, that uh, they, they weren't doing very well in British society because they lacked uh, uh, the ability to get the best out of it. So it was a, um, a sort of um, uh, low self-esteem interpretation of the um, uh, of the uh, experience which led them apparently through to psychosis. So you say in your conclusion to the paper that perceived disadvantage is partly associated with the excess of psychosis among black people living in the UK. This may have implications for primary prevention. Could you say a little bit about what you meant by that implication for primary prevention? Yes, well what we have here is a situation where the results of the ESOP study confirmed strongly that there was an excess of psychosis in uh, black ethnic minority groups and uh, that these groups were also disadvantaged. Uh, if you control for the level of disadvantage, quite a lot of the excess goes away. And uh, when you get a situation like that, the implication is that the, um, the link between ethnicity and psychosis is being mediated by um, by the disadvantage. It's the fact that these people are at disadvantage in our society, which accounts for quite a lot of this r rather large excess of psychosis. So what we have here uh, is a group that are clearly at risk. And how would you modify that risk? Well, one way of modifying the risk is actually by... Uh, social manipulation. Uh, obviously, if people were less disadvantaged, if you could actually uh, um, do something sensible about trying to reduce uh, poverty in um, ethnic minority groups, uh, that might help. If you were able to increase opportunity in ethnic minority groups, uh, that might help. And um, if you are aware that there are people of a certain age uh, in young adulthood or late uh, adolescence who are particularly at risk and you can identify those who have um, rather low self-esteem and who are uh, perhaps uh, withdrawing a bit and uh, looking anxious and so on. Uh, they might be um, people that would be suitable for intervening with by um, uh, services aimed at early recognition of psychosis rather than early intervention. So the stage before early early intervention. So part of it is about um, uh, public policy, but part of it is about uh, the sorts of people that you might target in uh, services aimed at early recognition of psychosis. I, I may have got this wrong, but I got a slight sense in reading the paper that this notion of perceived disadvantage and its link with mental illness had a slight echo for me of the famous concept from several decades ago of learned helplessness. That uh, maybe there's a sense in which people who are at the bottom of society, there's a group of them who may be trying to do something about their situation, but maybe there may be a group of them who've developed learned helplessness and they're at particular risk for mental health problems. Is there some sense in which there could be a possible link between your notion of perceived disadvantage? Yes, it's a slightly different way of looking at it in, in the sense we're looking at the position arrived at and uh, learned helplessness might be a mechanism for arriving at that position. Uh, the position arrived that is one where you have um, a very low opinion of yourself 
and uh, that this actually shapes the whole way that you interact with people and uh, it also uh, is uh, mediated through changes in affect because obviously when people are uh, have a low self self esteem they, they their affective tone tends to be considerably reduced as well and we're thinking quite strongly these days that um, uh, reduced affect is actually part of the process by which uh, psychotic symptoms come to emerge. The, one of the great puzzles about the Afro-Caribbean and psychosis story has been that when people have done research back in Jamaica or parts of the Caribbean, they've not found very high rates of psychosis. Yes. But the same people who've moved to Britain or a second generation in Britain seem to have higher rates. And, it, and the, the, the story is complicated by the fact that if you're saying that when you do the analysis on disadvantage, a lot of the psychosis seems to disappear. In other words, it's not the skin colour that's the issue, but having a tough time. Because these are people who often came to Britain mm. as a result of having a tough time back in Jamaica. Yes. Um, well, one way of having a tough time is to have a different skin colour. Uh, even these days, that uh, it makes quite a, a lot of difference. Um, yes, the, the, the business about... Uh, the rates of psychosis in the country of origin is, of course, key because uh, it knocks on the head the idea that uh, these ethnic groups have uh, high rates of psychosis because they're genetically prone to have high rates of psychosis. Um, the fact that uh, in the home countries they don't suggests that it's something about the process of migration itself and um, it uh, generally these days we think that it's not actually about selection the selected migration and um, that it's more about the advantage disadvantageous social circumstances that uh, apply after they come to this country and um, this is borne out again by the fact that the second generation seem more at risk than the first generation. And you can see that um, there are things which might actually preserve people in the first direction, uh, the first generation uh, to a certain extent from developing psychosis, which are actually removed for the second generation. The like. second generation don't have an option. They're British. You know, they're in Britain, whereas the um, the first generation come from abroad and they retain some of their cultural identity and they're also motivated to do well in the host country and they perhaps haven't had the the length of experience of not doing well which the second generation actually do have. This is probably a slightly abstract philosophical question but I mean the interest when you have high rates of an enigmatic disorder like psychosis, when you have high rates in a particular group of people, a lot of people get very excited by that because it may be if we research that group of people we get a good clue to etiology. Hmm. Um, but is this territory of why there's a high rates uh, in ethnic minority groups in Britain a territory where there's a kind of warfare going on between social psychiatry and biological psychiatry because both groups are coming coming at this and coming with slightly different accounts of what's going on uh, potentially uh, the problem with the immigrant story is that generally it looks more like a social process than a genetic and biological but process. But you're a social psychiatrist, so you would uh, say So that. I would say that, <laughs> yes. But um, the, the um, I mean, we're not talking about, we're not precisely talking about the cause of psychosis. What we're talking about is the cause of the excess of psychosis in these immigrant groups. Now, the implication of that 
the fact that there is an excess is that there is probably an arena in which psychosis does have social causes. This does not, of course, mean that it does not also have non-social causes. Um, but it does uh, sort of open the field a bit uh, because it's extremely difficult to explain it. In, uh, I mean, it's a little bit like... Um, the issue of height. Uh, you get generational differences in height. Um, that's unlikely to be genetic. It's more likely to be environmental, even though we know height is uh, quite genetically constrained. The reason why I'm interested in this question is because I thought that in the last 20 or so years, with the rise of neuroscience and brain imaging in particular, young psychiatrists have tended to be attracted to a biological approach to psychiatry. And the immigrant story seems to be a part of of psychiatry where social psychiatry still seems to have a lot to offer. And, and many social psychiatrists have, have rather um, worried about the long-term decline of social psychiatry. Yes, I, I actually think that there's a bit of a resurgence and the resurgence is partly driven by the findings, the recent findings um, in relation to psychosis. Uh, that it's becoming quite apparent that there are, there are psychological and social processes involved in the emergence of psychosis which aren't ultimately reducible to biological uh, explanations. Um, and I think that uh, you know, one of the characteristics of being a psychiatrist is that it helps if you're tolerant of a ambiguity. And, uh, of course, the etiology of schizophrenia these days is is highly ambiguous. There are similar clinical pictures that may have different causes and there are uh, uh, different clinical pictures which may have the same cause and so on. So uh, the, there is a loosening of the um, the tight biological grip on, on psychosis, I think, uh, recently. And there are a number of uh, eminent European psychiatrists but increasingly American psychiatrists uh, have been involved in this process. Professor Paul Bevington, thank you very much indeed.